Do you ever wonder what it's like to actually live in God's power? Or what the gospel has to do with our everyday life? I mean, sure, it's for salvation, but what does that have to do in the days after we're saved? In the days living out as a believer? In today's conversation with Tina Reale, we talk about all of those things and how the gospel is for our every day and how it deepens our relationship with Christ. I am Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. Have you ever felt intimidated or confused by the Bible? Or maybe you've started studying the Bible before, but haven't found a way to incorporate it into your regular routine. The Bible Study Made Simple podcast is here to help you move from intimidated and confused to confident and joyful in your approach to scripture and help you find a routine that sticks. The goal isn't checking off a box perfectly, but instead our goal is an intimate connection with the God of the Bible, plus having tons of fun along the way. If you are looking for a simple way to regularly get in God's Word, grab a copy of the Simple Bible Study Journal, which is now in hardcover on Amazon. This journal will walk you step-by-step through studying any passage of Scripture, all while keeping it simple. Today's guest is Tina Reale, and she is a devotional author who seeks to share uplifting words that are rooted in God's Word. Her devotional messages point to Scripture in an easy-to-understand and no-fluff way, helping women grow in their understanding of the Bible and inspiring them to stand firm in their faith, no matter the changes of culture or circumstance. Her first devotional book, Come and See, Pursuing Christ's Presence and the Power of the Gospel in Your Everyday Life, is now available. Tina lives in the North Georgia mountains with her husband and two children. Connect with Tina on her website at www.tinareale.com and on Instagram at Tina Reale. I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hi, Tina. I'm so glad you are joining us today. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. You know, I love talking about the Bible, so this is going to be great. I know. I feel like I kind of cheated making like my job revolving around everybody getting to talk with me about the Bible, but like this is like the dream come true, talking with other people who love talking about the Bible. So we're glad you're here. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) So I would love to know just a little bit more about you. Can you introduce yourself really quick? Give us just a little breakdown of who you are. Sure. Um, so I, I always like to say that I first am a follower of Jesus and his servant. And so I try to everything of my life filter through that lens. I'm a mom, 13-year-old daughter, 11-year-old son, coming up on 15-year wedding anniversary. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm from today, actually. And things I enjoy, reading the Bible, writing about God's word. I love writing devotionals and just sharing biblical truth in creative and interesting ways. And yeah, in hiking. I'm a big love to be outdoors and hiking. So that's just a little snippet of me, my interests, things like that. Oh, that's so fun. And okay. So a couple of years ago, my husband and I, we visited the Grand Canyon. 
And I was like, I could hike that. And so the next year we came back and we hiked that rim to rim. And I think that that, ru- <laughs> that ruined me for hiking. I think I'm out <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big one to like dive in. <laughs> yeah, that was like my first and last hike. <laughs> Funny. Do, y'all, do y'all have good hiking near where you live? Yeah, we live in the North Georgia mountains. So, I mean, it's not like out West with the huge mountain yeah. ranges that we have the Blue Ridge mountains, um, Appalachia mountains, all of that. So good hiking for sure. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Bible study. What does your current Bible study routine look like? So I don't follow a specific plan. I kind of have like two plans going at the same time, but they're not, I don't really stick to the plan. So I alternate, I pick one book of the old Testament to read at a time. And I follow the chronological plan to like pick which books I read to following that order. And then I pick one book of the new Testament at a time. And I kind of jump around between try to spread out the gospels, the different epistles, things like that. So, and I read one chapter from each book uh, per like So one day, like Monday, I'll read a chapter from whatever Old Testament book. Tuesday, I'll read one chapter from whatever New Testament book and then switch off old and new. And then once I finish whatever Old Testament or New Testament book, I'll just move to the next one in that. So that way I get a little taste of both. And I have a like huge passion of seeing the New Testament and the gospel and Jesus in the old. Um, so that's, it's really nice to read the two back to back like that because you get the chance to see connections. I think otherwise I'm, I didn't used to make until I started following this format of reading. Oh, I love that. I want to steal that plan. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I know that sounds like so much fun. And I feel like that keeps you from getting bored based off of like just reading. I, I tend to do like a Bible in a year plan usually. Mm -hmm. And so I'll spend like nine months in the old Testament and like by month, like six or seven, I'm like, okay, this is still really good, but also like, where's Jesus at, you know? (laughs) And so it kind of just gets like long, it's just long, you know? And so being able to swap it up like that, that's so interesting. Yeah. I've done these plans. I did the, like the Bible in a year plan for years and years and years. And I think it's, it's awesome. And it's great at getting to see the overview of the Bible in a shorter period of time. But I've since switched to the one chapter a day because then if it's a day I'm short on time, then it's like, oh, okay. Like I still can get in my reading, but if it's a day I have a little more time, it's enough to dig into for like pulling out a verse to study or scripture memory or journaling and those things. So it's been, it's been a good change for me. So that sounds like it gives you a lot of flexibility and grace but still a routine schedule. I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. That's really neat. So I love your emphasis on the gospel and finding Jesus in the old Testament and all of this. And I feel like so often as believers, we can fall into this trap of thinking like, Oh, gospel. That's for salvation. That's for like, when I come to Jesus, like I need good news to come to Jesus, but I don't need the gospel in my day-to-day life after that. But you very clearly teach us that that's not true. And I would love to just kind of hear how you teach us that the gospel is for everyday life. Yeah. So I recently wrote a devotional that went through the four gospels and it just writing that and studying that and seeing the character of Jesus and what he taught and his life, death and resurrection, like it's power, not just to save us, but it's the power that like 
sanctifies us and keeps us growing more into his likeness. It sustains us when we have hard days. We just, we truly need it every day. And I'm going through a season with some difficulty in um, a personal relationship with a family member and to me turning to Jesus and saying almost on a daily basis, I can only forgive because you've forgiven me. So that's one practical way that the gospel, I see it showing up in just everyday life or when the day is hard, I can remember all that Christ endured on my behalf and his strength is now in me because his spirit given to me. And so it gives that perspective of, okay, Jesus, you loved me enough to do this. I love you enough that whatever you have put in my life today, I will turn to you and rely on you. And so it just in all ways can infuse our lives. And whether it's mundane, everyday mom stuff, it's remembering the glory of his presence is right there, making those small moments matter when they're done for him, just everything in between. Do you have any practical ways of reminding yourself that? Because I feel like when I'm frustrated or when I'm having a hard day, I have a one-year-old, so those are pretty frequent lately. Um, (laughs) So how do we remind ourselves of this truth as we're going throughout our day. I would say reading scripture through the lens of the gospel and trying to see Jesus or how the old and new tie together has helped me just get in the mindset of Jesus being front and center, no matter what like Bible reading I'm doing in the day. And I like to just do short little snippets of prayers when I switch from one task to the other. It definitely does not happen perfectly. Don't hear me saying that. And it's definitely something that kind of developed over time, but say I'm driving my kids to school, then it's, we, we pray together. And then as I'm driving home, I'll pray maybe about something else, whether it's something specific to them or for whatever I have in the day ahead. When I do my workout, I pray like, Lord, thank you for the health you've given my body. Help me to do this well when I am unloading the dishwasher. Lord, thank you for my family. And just those little like 30 second, one minute prayers redirect my focus. Like he is here. He sees, he knows, he cares. All of this matters. And if my heart's directed at him, I know I'm walking in the right direction. And it's as simple as just a quick little, oh, hey, Jesus. Yeah, you're here with me. And also I find like journaling at the end of the day to reflect on things is big for me, but I know journaling isn't something everybody loves. So that's just a personal reflection that helps bring it back into perspective and kind of leave whatever cares from the day at its feet. I love journaling. So you're speaking my language there. (laughs) I love journals and pens and all of the fun things. So that definitely sounds fantastic, but I love how The emphasis when you are praying throughout your day, the emphasis is on the actual relationship with Jesus in the moment instead of on the struggles that you're having or the hard things that are coming up in your, or the, just the monotony of unloading the dishwasher every single day. They never tell you that you have to do that. Like every single day as an adult, I mean, come on, why, where is the disclaimer form for that? But I feel like pointing back to the relationship that you have with Jesus and walking with him through those things really shifts the focus there into that relationship. That's so helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to share. And as I said, it's not a perfect practice. There are plenty of days where I go through the whole day. I'm like, oh, yeah, did not (laughs) pretty regularly today. And I can usually feel it too, but 
it's, it is helpful just as a small shift in perspective. Love that. Okay. So I feel like that really helps you as you're walking through your day to draw on the gospel power, like God's power living in us, right? I feel like we, you mentioned that earlier that we can live out of Jesus, the strength that Jesus has given us. So you put this emphasis on us living in like God's power and how has your life changed as a result of living in God's power versus not living in God's power? I'd say the biggest change for me has been finding more peace because I have a tendency to be type A, want to get it all done, have the checklist, like go, I can do this and really rely on myself. But when I seek to keep Jesus as like center and look to him through those little prayers, through time in scripture and things like that. I have to remember like it's not up to me. And that's been the biggest gift and likely the biggest way that God has sanctified me and been like working in me to be like, Hey, you don't have to do all the things you don't have it all under control. I do God speaking. And so I'd say seeking his power instead of my own has brought peace. It's helped me say no, instead of feeling like I always have to say yes, which I hate letting people down. But then if I say yes to something that I know is taking away from what he's actually given me to do, such as my family or a commitment I've made to my church or writing, whatever it may be, that it's honoring him when I'm thoughtful and mindful and not living from my own strength instead of living from his. Oh, that's so good. I think I think we could all use a little more peace in our lives. We could all use a little more wisdom in our decision-making as we're going through those decisions. And I think that that's just such a practical gift from God through living in his power and seeking to honor him in the way that we are going about our day and going about our lives. So you have your book, Come and See, which is a devotional through the Gospels that you were talking about. Can you tell us a little bit more about that book and just how it is such a practical resource for us as believers? Yeah. So when I became a believer 15 years ago and started reading my Bible, I felt a little like lost, confused. What is this? And and a mentor of mine recommended, okay, read the gospels first. Don't try to just go from page one through big, big help. And they were so life-giving to me, but it was still a little, okay, what's all this mean? And so yeah. I turned to devotional books as well, but they didn't, I always was looking for one that would match with like a Bible reading plan, not necessarily a Bible study, but I liked the encouragement and the messages and devotionals, but it was always kind of a verse here, a verse there and which nothing wrong with that, but it was just, wasn't, it didn't match what I was really looking for. And so a little over a year ago, a year and a half ago, I had always been writing these devotional messages to small, like small group girls I mentored and got this kind of pull from God, like, Hey, you need to do something with this and write an actual book, which they had been telling me to do for years. And I was like, ha, no, you're, you're funny. That's not happening. 
I've learned since never say never to God. <laughs> That's why I say I'll, I'll never say never about starting a podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Even though I have, I have no plans to, but I'm like, no, it, it's fun. <laughs> so I knew that I wanted to do a devotional that would have those encouraging words, but line up with scripture to be a resource that I never had from before. And I knew that the gospels were such a life-giving first place for me to read and just felt drawn to writing about those. So the devotional is 90 days each day with the exception of the first day, because it's an introduction um, lines up with one chapter from the gospels going from Matthew through Mark, Luke, and John. So it reads through consecutively in context. So it's not just a verse here, verse here. It's the full message and the full picture of the life, death, resurrection of Jesus in each of the gospels and no glossing over some of the harder sections. And just my hope is that it inspires people to read the Bible in context, to see all the truth that's there, but also get that sort of like a friend walking with you in an encouraging message to leave you with for the day. Oh, that's so good. I feel like you really do address all of the things that are so important when you're walking through scripture is to read in context, read full passages, read consistently. All of those things, I feel like that is addressed in your book and it's called come and see, right? Yes. Yeah. Come and see. And it's a 90 day devotional. Where can people buy that? If they're curious and interested, it's available on Amazon, Amazon. Okay, perfect. And I'll link it in the show notes for this episode as well. So that's so helpful. Thank you so much for writing that resource and being faithful to, even though you said never. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm already I have the second one with an editor and I'm halfway through the third one. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Can we, can we know what they are or is it a secret? Yes. I will give a little behind the scenes. So they will be 30 day devotional Bible studies. So there will be a space for like inductive style journaling in these that kind of see just had the devotion. So this one will have space for Bible study questions and think like journaling, looking for the Lord in the passage, observations, things like that plus a devotional to go with each day. I'm hoping they'll both be out together in the fall, two separate 30-day resources. One of them will be Genesis and the other will be Exodus. Oh, how fun. I can't wait. I'm studying Genesis in depth right now and it is, oof, it's yeah. so good. So I can't wait to see your resource. That's fantastic. Yes. And it will again be one of those where you read in context through, it'll be one to two chapters a day. And so, yeah, no glossing over some of the really hard passages. And Genesis. there are some in Genesis, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you so much. So if somebody is looking to get started, or maybe they're just considering themselves like a Bible study beginner, do you have any encouragement for that person today? I do. I would say start simple and small. And as I said earlier, the gospels are a great place to start. If you've read the gospels and you're like, Oh, I kind of want to try something else. Or maybe you've read John, which is often recommended as a good first place to start. Other good options are Acts, James and Philippians. Philippians is the letter of joy. So it's usually an uplifting read. James is very practical. Proverbs as well as very practical. So 
picking one book and just going through one, maybe two chapters at a time to get a feel for the context and, and knowing that it's okay if you miss a day and just going right back to it and have a plan that's simple and easy to follow and stick to it as best you can. And also I always say, don't be afraid if you have questions. If you're starting out and you feel like this is really weird, I don't understand this, have a friend or a trusted mentor or a commentary or something that you have were recommended from somebody who you trust as biblically sound. And yeah, use, use resources, ask questions and don't throw in the towel thinking this isn't for me. I can't get anything out of this because you absolutely can. And God's word, like it will not fail you. It will teach and train you in ways nothing else can. So don't give up on it. Oh, that's so good. Well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. And I'm so excited for all of you listening to get to hear this conversation from Tina. So where can we follow up with you online if we want to follow up with you and learn more about your ministry? I am most active on Instagram. I post there pretty much every day, um, short little devotional messages. I have way too much fun with silly reels and, uh, and do different like teaching reels and messages there too, as well. So Tina Reale is my handle there at Instagram, my website. I send out a weekly email newsletter with a devotional and like worship songs or Bible tips, things like that. And that's at my website, tinareale.com. And you'll find the book and things at tinareale.com as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Bible Study Made Simple podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, would you mind leaving a five-star review? These reviews are so important to help more people find the podcast, and I am so grateful for every single one. I can't wait to chat again next week on Bible Study Made Simple.